0: Welcome to the Chicago Bears podcast, a presentation of ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
1: Here's your host, Pat the Designer.
0: Bear on Bears fans, welcome into another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Pat the Designer, Jason McKee. Live at training camp, little bit of a rougher day today for the Bears offense, but the defense came to play. J-Mac, how you feeling about what we saw today? In the other day, on?
1: I mean, the defense got the better of the offense today, but Bears win. In a nutshell, Bears win. I mean, you're going to make each other better. You're going to have days where the defense performs at a higher level than the offense, and we saw that today. Uh, the defense made a lot of plays, a lot of interceptions yes. um, on the offensive side of things, a lot of uh, Miss executing plays, uh, you know, a lot of tip passes that were turning interceptions. So offensively, this is the day that you go back, you know, you get in your meeting rooms, you analyze the film, you say, you know, where are the coaching corrections and where are the corrections that need to be made. We got to go through and see how we can get better. And, and it's good that the offense has faced this type of adversity early because we want to get all the kinks and make all the mistakes in training camp. And and the less and less mistakes we make as we get, you know, throughout preseason, as we hit that season opener, the better we'll be as an offense.
0: No, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I, the one thing that I thought was interesting that we heard from Luke, Uh, When we heard Lou Getze, Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney was the team didn't come out with good energy. They Mm -hmm. didn't come out with the right vibes. What does that mean? Right. Because as the fan hearing that, it's like, oh, y'all weren't prepared for work that day. And that's not really Mm -hmm. what it's saying. What does that mean when they're saying, you know, they didn't come out with the right energy that day?
1: Yeah, It's just like I said before, it's matching the intensity. You know, you heard the defense. They made a play. Everybody on that defensive sideline, they're jumping up and down. They're celebrating with their teammate who just made a play. Offensively, I think Justin Fields touched on in his press conference. He said, hey, you know what? There was a big block. I think Claypool made a big block on a linebacker, but there was no emotion from the offensive sideline. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, like – You want to show energy when your teammate makes a play. You got to match the intensity of that other sideline. Whether it be your defense, whether it be the opposing team's sideline, you want to match that intensity. And, and, And it's good that you know, practice was real competitive today. We, we saw, you know, guys really hitting, you know, guys coming out there with extra emotion. Uh, we seen Tempers flare. It was, you know, who was it? It was Bayless Jones. Bayless
0: Jones, yeah. By the way, Twitter's going wild with that tweet, <laughs> dog. Right? Bayless, they they think that Bayless is like, you know, he, he's out here. He's he's a hit no, man on no, the other side. Just, like, no, like, he's fine. Yeah, like, he just, went out and played the very next play. Yeah, That's yeah,
1: what you call a misunderstanding. But, no, it's like a that just showed. Year. That just just shows that, uh, you know, it's intense and that's what you want when you have guys, you know, giving it their all in practice. That's going to make you better. You know what I mean? You got to raise the level of competition. So that way, you know, when it's time for these live live, uh, you know, pads start flying for real. It's not a shock to you. Your body's used to the competitive nature that you're, you know, that you're going to face, you know, here week in and week out every Sunday. So. It's good to see guys turn up the intensity. Uh, we see Co- uh, Coach Flu's really le- uh, lengthened practice as well. Practice have usually been about an hour and a half, and today was about two and a half hours, and that's real training camp. You know what I mean? <laughs> Going out like that's real training camp. Pat. Let's be realistic. <laughs> hold on,
0: hold like, on. Oh, time, uh, ladies and gentlemen, time for Old Man McKee's uh, rant. Not day. old man. What, what is uh, what? What was I'm your y'all. issue with uh, with what we've seen most well, of the week? Well, I was just saying, day.
1: you know, before you get an hour and a half practice, you know, I, I'm looking at it from a coach's standpoint. Yeah. I want to see, are you able to get everything you need to get in? You know what I mean? All the phases you need to work, special teams. Are you getting your indie period in? Are you getting your seven-on-seven seven period in? Are you getting your inside run period? Are you getting your team period? Are you working situations? Like, these are all things that you have to work on in practice because these are you have to make sure your team's prepared to encounter any situation that you're going to encounter during the season. And I just felt like, you know, er, the early onset of training camp, I felt like an hour and a half, it seemed like it was cut short. It seemed like things were rushed. And you see, you know, Coach Flew stick uh, he stuck to what he said yesterday. He said that, you know, practice is gonna be longer. He said the ones are gonna get more time. Now he's starting to prepare his guys to make sure they're ready because hey, time's a ticking. They're gonna be, you know, kicking this thing off next week um against the Titans down the yeah. soldier field. So he's got to make sure that they're prepared. So I was glad to see the length of practice, you know, be longer. Guys got more reps, and you see how we responded. I mean, it, it, I don't know if the guys were tired, it was hot out there, you know, practice was longer, but at the end of the day. You're going to play a long physical game. So it's a three-and-a-half-hour game, Right. And <laughs> and offensively, you know, when, when you're in training camp and, you know, when you, you're going through an offensive install, there's a lot of things going at you. you know, each and every day the install is long. You yeah. know, you're going over protection, shifts, motions, personnel groupings, and things of that nature. So there's a lot on a player's plate, especially a young player. Yeah. You know, it's like a whirlwind. You know, you're just worried about making sure, you you know, you you're lined up in the right spot. Then coach tags a motion with it. Then you got to worry about the route concept if you're a receiver. If you're offensive lineman, you got to worry about who do I have in protection. You know, if I'm a back, you know, what's my aiming point when this runs called? You know, what is my read? So there's a lot of moving parts that goes along with this thing in terms of scheme. And yes, we talk about it all the time. A lot of these guys, it's their second year in the offense. But there's a lot of rookies. There's a lot of first year guys. Their first time in this offense, they're learning at the same time. So it's a lot of moving parts. But but at the same time. You can't coach energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have to come out there with energy. And, you know, the great coaches, they – you know, I took this from a coach, and he would always say, hey, if you're juiceless, you're useless. So you got to come out there with some juice, some grit. And if the defense makes a play, well, then offensively, we got to have the juice and energy. We got to come back and match that play. Yeah. And I think, you know, during my time here, you know, we had guys that would talk a lot. Mike Brown, you know, I can hear his voice in my head now. You know, on the, on the, <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball – yelling and talking crap you know peanut was out there talking briggs and Erlach was out there talking you know alex brown was talking couldn't understand what he was saying at the time but he was talking <laughs> <laughs> he was talking you know what i mean and then offensively i mean you know our guys were talking olin crux was out there talking reuben brown was talking yeah. myself and thomas jones was talking moose was talking and it made it fun you know what i mean it made it fun and yes we know it's training camp you're going over the same you know You're practicing and stuff like that. And maybe some days you don't want to practice. But when it's competitive like that, you get those competitive juices flowing. You're going to get, you know, a a better practice. You're going to help prepare yourself better because now we're both competing at a high level. It means something.
0: Yeah, and it it was interesting today because, you know, we saw the defense come with that intensity. And very much like you pointed out, right, like we didn't see that energy matched by the offense. And it, it just showed today they couldn't get anything uh, going their way. Couple of bad interceptions by Justin mm-hmm. Fields. A couple of interceptions that were caused by receivers, yeah. right? One uh where uh um, PJ uh tried to get the football out there and it just it bounced off of Brown's chest. Ball yeah, goes in burst, the air, yeah, Pitt going the other burst, way. Brown yeah. going goes the other way, right? Mm-hmm. Justin Fields had the same thing with Tunyon. Yep. Uh I believe Brisker came down with that one again. You know, and it, yeah. it just continued to be that kind of vibe all until they got into the two-minute drill where you started to see the offense fight back a little bit more. You started to see a little bit of energy. Uh, Travis Homer put a move on Kyler Gordon that had him skating into the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like it was a nasty mm-hmm. move that he put on him. And then all of a sudden you saw the offense kind of get some energy. Hey, we, we, they're killing you out there, you know? Right. So, And it's it's one of those things that we saw today where – it really felt like the defense just had the offense's number. But to add some context to it, because there's a lot of people that probably aren't going to go into this part of it, it's just going to be the offense played bad. Mm-hmm. The offense didn't do what they were supposed to be doing. Luke Getz, he talked in the post-game presser and or post-practice presser and, and said, we were throwing a lot of new stuff at the offense. Yeah, we were throwing 100%. a lot of new protections at the offensive line. We were putting a lot on these guys' shoulders because – For most of these guys, this is the second year in this system. They're giving them more. This is not just where, oh, we're going to give you a little bit of milk for the baby. There you go. You're good. No, Mm -hmm. they're getting full on steak now in practice Mm -hmm. out here. And and I, I think it's hard for a Bears fan to see what we saw today on the offensive side as a positive. But it is because it tells you that your offense is to a point where now we can give you more and you have to work through those growing pains.
1: Yeah. And at the end of the day, when you look at this thing, right, training camp, so the offense, they're going to run what they're installing and the defense is going to run what they're installing. So what does that mean? We're not scheming our offense against our defense and our defense is not scheming our offense. They're running what they're installing on a day to day basis. So, you know, we saw a lot of Kyler Gordon blitzing today, a lot of nickel blitz as well. Our offense, we have answers for that. But what we're installing today, it, the protection is not the answer for what we're seeing. So we're not scheming our defense. We're going to run what we've installed, and we're going to, you know, that's what we're going out there and doing on a day to day basis. So, you know, at the same time, I look at it like this: when you're not performing well offensively, you know, when you have a lack of focus, dropping footballs—that's just a lack of focus. Yeah, that's yeah. a basic fundamental. You know what I mean? And you know, like like you mentioned. Justin had a couple of picks that was on him. He mentioned that was on me. A couple of tip passes is on the receiver. You know what I mean? With all that adversity that you're facing, when things are going your way, which is going to come up throughout the season, who's that guy on the offense that can say, hey, you know what? Let's huddle together. Let's get this stuff together. This ain't us. Like, who's that guy that demands that attention, that demands that respect and say, all right, let's turn this thing around and get the offense back on track when things are going your way. And that's a great opportunity today. This is a great opportunity for, for them to find who that is or who is that guy. Like, you know, Justin Fields said in this post-practice uh, press conference that he brought everybody together and said, we got to have more juice. This isn't us. Like, are you going to be that guy, Justin? You know what I mean? Or there, or is there several guys? You heard Darn and Mooney say in this press conference, you know, Chase Claypool is that guy that that's talking, drawing back and forth the defense, but – it's got to be more than one guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So who are the leaders offensively that's going to take command of the offense when things are going your way?
0: And it's weird because, like, when they talked about Chase, right, he was like, Chase doesn't really know what to stop. So we kind of got kind I like got, it, he, though. He, he, I like but it. But you know? that's what that's what I love about it, right? Like, like he's got the emotion. That's the emotion that we want it to see. It means something to
1: man. him. Yeah. It means something to him. The passion. Never, You never want to take away a player's passion, his drive. You know what I mean? His inner drive. And, and that just shows that it means something to him. Yeah, it's a big year for him. But at the same time, when Chase sees this defense making play after play, when he sees balls being tipped, when he sees interceptions being thrown, this ain't us. You know what I mean? Like, I need to do something, like, emotionally to to upstart this offense, to inject some life into this offense. And I like that. And if it has to be, like Mooney said, if he has to be the one to pull Chase back because he's so emotional, he's so emotionally invested in what he's doing, he's so emotionally invested in this offense, that's fine. Well, you be the pullback guy. But at least we know yeah. Chase is one of those guys who we can go to, You know who, who we can look to when things are going away, who can be that emotional leader and get us back on track.
0: No, 100%. And, and for me, that's the part – and like I said, when I came out – and J-Mac can tell you, when I came out of practice, I was like, they looked awful. Mm-hmm. I like, guess one of the worst days I've seen offensively. from. It's the only day that I've seen this bad from Justin Fields. Even, you know, I, I heard uh, Herb um, – Herb Howard talking about, you know, Monday was something similar to this. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, you know, they're they're going through and they're instilling, you know, new things. But when you get that context on it, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's a whole new protection scheme. Mm -hmm. You're not sitting here with. Um, the things that you're already comfortable with, we're going deeper into the playbook. You're gonna see days like this, and it, I think that that's the part that I want Bears fans to really keep in mind. When you know, you, you we see the Twitter, we see all of it, right? Where you're losing your mind. Oh my yeah. God, this is this is now nice he's inaccurate and all the things, mm-hmm. all the positivity that that the Bears have built up is gone. This is how you get better. You have 100%. to go through these struggles. You have to go through the misses. You have to go through the points where you're sitting in the locker room after the game with your coaches. I mean, we saw Chris Morgan twice yeah. go to the offensive line, pull him aside, and it, it wasn't fiery, but it was definitely, a, "Hey, boys, we got to get this together, right?" Like, me, we stood on the sideline and we're like, "Sack, sack."
1: Yeah, but that's, but sat. yeah, but that's what you're gonna see. You know, in game, you're gonna see yeah. when 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 the offense comes off to the sideline. They're going to break up and go to their position coaches, and they're going to talk about the drive. Justice is going to go the quarterback coach. He's going to look. He's going to, uh, you know, he's going to get the pictures of that drive and see what they need to work on. See what they hit. He'll communicate with with Gatsby if he's upstairs, or they'll communicate and see what they need to work on. The receivers get with the receiver coach. The line will be with Coach Morgan breaking down. You know what they saw in that drive. And the thing about it is, offensively, when you're going to have drives that are going that don't go your way. Yeah. You're going to have drives that you go three and out on. But at the same time. You know, the maturity level and taking the next step is about response. How do you respond when things don't go your way? How do you respond when you go three and out? What are you going to do on the next drive? What can we do? What what kind of adjustments can we make in game to help get us back on track and be successful? And that's what you I'm glad we have days like this because you need days like this in
0: order for you to progress. I'll tell you one thing that does concern me though in the progression, and it's Braxton Jones at left tackle. Like I get, mm. we're installing new things, but to me, Braxton Jones is getting beat by the same things that we saw him getting beat by last season. Um, and and it's just it, it continues to be bull rush. He talked yesterday at the podium about you know having to have your hands in the right place, mm. and his hands are still too wide and out the pads on his hands are still too wide. And that to me. I came into the draft last year, and I love Darnell Wright. I think that Darnell Wright is going to be—I mean, by the way, if if you guys see this guy, like he's when when uh um uh, uh, Lewis Riddick said All Pro Darnell Wright. You don't want to project that far yet, but yeah. you can see that this guy is something special. He's going to be there for a while. Yeah. But on the left side, I have serious concerns, and I've I've been concerned kind of throughout training camp, but it hasn't been to the point where it's like, okay, that's a problem. Today, it just looked like Braxton Jones was consistently getting beat on that left side. Demarcus Walker wasn't even out here today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and as a pro, you're going to have dog days like this, right, where you're going to go out there, you're not going to play well, you're going to get beat, you're not going to win every rep. But at the same time, it's an opportunity for you to grow and learn. And Braxton talked about it yesterday at his press conference, said, so, you know what, on the bull rush, my hands are too wide. I've got to get my hands in closer, right? I've got to be able to absorb force, right? Offensive lineman against a bull rush is about absorbing force. You know what I mean? So I've got to do better anchoring down on that bull rush. So he knows what he has to correct. Yeah. Now the, now the thing is, how do you go about correcting it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, That's what I was
0: going to How hard is that, right? When I, I know what i got to do. I know what I'm doing wrong. I can physically see it on tape. Mm-hmm. Is it a mental thing? Like, I have to literally break what my mind wants to do and reteach myself? Yeah, you just continue working on the
1: fundamentals, right? Fundamentals is something that you work on every single day, the basic fundamentals. And, yeah, these guys are the best of the best, but football is blocking, catching, and tackling. Basic fundamentals, right? Those are going to be part of your EDDs, everyday drills, in which you're going to work on those things every single day. You know, we talk about – you see all the – all the receivers and running backs and quarterbacks, they're working on ball security drills. You see the offensive lineman working on pass sets, working on their hand placement. That's something that you're going to work on every single day. So that's something that Braxton knows. He knows, you know, where his weaknesses are. Yeah. So he knows, Hey, I've got to turn into strength. How do I do that? Well, I'm at the staff to practice. You know, I'm at the work with coach Morgan. I've got to work on hand placement. That's a part of being a pro continuing to try to be the best at your craft. You know what I mean? So you know, he knows that's that someday he's got to correct. He knows he had an issue with that last year. There's something that he's been working, you know, in terms of trying to correct throughout the early onset of training camp. So, you know, I think Braxton would get better. Um, I think he'll get better. The more reps he gets, the better he'll be. But that's something that he knows that he has to correct as an individual, and that's going to make our offense better, knowing that, hey, Braxton Jones on that left side can withstand a bull rush. Because once a team sees, when, they, when they're scouting you offensively and they see that you're a tackle that, you know, you can't, you can't pass that or block that bull rush, guess what's going to happen? They're going to keep doing it over and over and <laughs> over again. You know what I mean? When when, when that defensive coordinator sees that we have uh, running backs that can't pass, protect, well, guess what they're going to do? Yeah. They're going to keep bringing them linebackers over and over again. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm confident, you know, this gets knows where this offense's weaknesses are. And, you know, they'll go out there and they'll continue to work on these things and try to make them strengths. And that's what training camp's for, right? It's for you to practice, for you to get better. You know, it's for you to make each other better. So I'm glad that you know we see those D linemen those young guys we've seen out there. You see uh, Dominique Robinson out there. You see Gibson out there. They're giving Braxton bull rushes because they know he can't handle it. Yeah. So now he's getting you know more and more practice against the bull rush. So let's hope he can get that hand placement corrected and get better, so that way you know Justin Fields' blind side is protected.
0: Yeah, he's he's getting plenty of opportunity. They're not they're not withholding anything from. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going right at him. And, and like you said, right, like like. They're not scheming for what the defense is attacking Mm -hmm. with yet. So when you see the one-on-ones, the one thing that I will give Braxton Jones is, when we saw it in the two-minute drill, me and you were down on the other end, right? And I said he did a good job. He got beat by the bull rush, but he did a good job recovering his base and being able to hold himself up, right? Like like, like you said, there's going to be times where you get beat. The one thing that uh, Tevin Jenkins credited Darnell Wright with the other day was he said, I've never seen anybody – who can recover after getting yep. beat like he has. Sometimes that really is just it. Sometimes there, there are things that aren't going to be your strength, mm-hmm. and it's about how you can recover, how you can counter off of that. We both talked about, right, the the uh, Earl Spence-Bud uh, yeah. um, Crawford fight, right, where, yeah. you know, it was the counter. It wasn't the attack. It was the counter right. that really was the difference there. Right. And so sometimes in football, you know, you that's where I think we need to see him improve the most – especially early on because football season ain't far away. Like
1: right <laughs> the season the is here. Right around, you know the, corner. Right around the corner. <laughs> it's like you said, just understanding, you know, what you need to work on as an individual, understanding what you need to work on as as an offense, and understanding how do we adjust. Yeah. Football is about adjustments. No matter how much film you may watch on your opponent, Come game day, there's gonna be something that you have not gone over. They're gonna give you a look that you haven't seen because they know you they know you're watching their tape. Right. So they gotta give you something different, right? But you've got to stick to your rules, right? You've got to stick to, you know, you gotta to stick to your rules, you gotta to stick to your fundamentals to overcome what they're throwing at you. And the team that can make the most adjustments, the team that can execute at a higher level, will be the team that will give their themselves an opportunity to win a game. But you can't do things like we saw today from the offense, beat yourselves. Tip passes, interceptions, yeah. overthrows, interceptions. You can
0: tell they got down on themselves yeah. and it you wasn't as, they weren't executing as strong.
1: Right. And, and guess he talked about it, too. He said, guess he said, I got emotional as well because of, he heard it. Right. He said he got emotional as well because he's the body language. Right. You make a bad play. The offense, the offense is walking back to the huddle. No, that's not like, no, we need to be running back to the huddle. That's the standard. We're running to the huddle. We're getting the play call. We're running to the line of scrimmage, and now we're going to execute this play. We had a bad play. We we're going to forget about it. We're going to execute this next play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We had a bad drive, the previous drive. Now we're going to go out and we're going to go on. You know, a ten play drive. Like that's the mindset that you got to have if you want to be successful in this game. You got to have a short memory, but you've got to be. You know that 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 adrenaline has to be pumping pump to where you know what. I make a bad play. I got to make two good plays. You know what I'm saying.
0: We're now to the point where we're through two padded practices. We haven't seen Nate Davis. We had mm-hmm. we lose Tevin Jenkins today. That's a little bit of an update. Uh, I don't know what they're not telling us anything Yeah, we don't like that. But literally they don't have to tell us anything, so they're not gonna. And and I get that, right? Like you you don't want to, you know, turn something into it's something that it's not, but sometimes you do that by not saying anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Where's your concern level right now with the fact that we haven't seen uh, – Tevin, I don't know. He he jogged off. He looked okay to yeah. be jogging off. We haven't seen Nate Davis. Yeah, we haven't seen I'm, him. I'm a little concerned by that at this point because he is our – one yeah. of our big signings in the offseason that's supposed to bolster this offensive line.
1: Yeah, I mean, I am I concerned? I'm concerned because he's missing time. He's missing time having that cohesiveness with this offensive line. Yeah. Uh, we saw that last year when you have – you know, when you're shuffling guys in and out, the cohesive isn't there, yeah, and you're not going to get a of the
0: OTAs. Dude. And he
1: wasn't there in the OTA. So he's losing time building chemistry with his O line. But, you know, I'm not real concerned. You know, he may be a little banged up, which is going to happen. You know, I think obviously he'll be back. Um, you look at Tev. you talked about Tevin. He probably just got nicked up. Uh, we haven't seen Rashawn Johnson in either, a guy who everybody wanted to see. I-, I'm- I was excited to see him in pads because yeah. as running back, you know, your biggest opportunity to show what you can do is in pads. You know, now we have guys, you know, thudding. Thud is uh, where you're hitting, you're live blocking up top. Uh, defenders are allowed to come and hit you, but there's no t- it's no uh, tackling to the ground. So that's a thud tempo, uh, the tempo that they're implementing here at training camp. But for a back, you know, a young back especially, you know, we need to see Sean Johnson in pass protection. We need to see him run in between the tackles. We need to see him run that out outside zone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So for him losing time, Uh, especially with a guy who you were hoping to come and compete with Deontay Foreman and Killer Herbert, you know, he's missing a lot of time. So, you know, I don't think it's a major injury. He's been out there. He just hasn't had shoulder pads. He's getting, he's getting what you call mental reps right now.
0: We saw him ahead of it. He was catching Mm -hmm. passes out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's, I, I, it's probably just something you know, lower body hockey injury, right? Yeah. Where he, something got a little tweaked or something like that, and he's, the coaches are mm-hmm. like, "No, like we're not putting." you Yeah, out there. I mean,
1: it's one thing like he's out there getting mental reps because he's out there. Yeah, he's seeing the play, he's hearing the play call, he's going, he should be going through in his mind, okay, what, when am I supposed to do on this play? That's called a mental rep. But at the same time, it's 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 nothing like getting that live rep, especially for a rookie, and that's what he's missing out on.
0: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I, I, it feels like on the offensive side it's going to come along and i'll tell you the one reason why like justin fields i thought he was going to come into the press conference you know end of game we just lost the game (laughs) mentality (laughs) out there right like you know i mean like we saw him last year where it's kind of like yeah you know we got to get better at that he came in it's one of our best posts post anything interviews we've ever seen from Justin Fields felt like he showed emotion felt like he was showing confidence you could tell he probably went in there with his team and and we did hear about that yeah. that he went in there and talked to the team after and told them to bring the energy up and Justin Fields came into that press conference and I, and you could feel the confidence in him exuding yeah. off of him and that was not what I expected to see after a rough day i mean he he four three picks for him one for PJ Walker so i i was just i was surprised right. by that
1: and you look at it like this, right? At the end of the day, you don't want to peak right now. You don't want to peak. You don't want your team to peak <laughs> in training camp. Like we don't want to play our best ball in training camp. You know what I mean? Like when we kick off against Green Bay, the home opener down at Soldier Field, we need to we need to be playing our best football at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's when you really need to start playing your best ball. And, and even then, it's like, hey, you know what, like if you almost yeah you want to play your best ball early on in the season but you want to be able to play your best ball as it, as it gets toward later in the season too cuz that means hey you know what you know we're making a playoff push you know what i'm hey, saying you don't want to peak too early
0: with three preseason games that first game is just like all right, y'all like let's go out here and play for real yeah. Like this is the first time that we kind of getting because what what are you gonna you gotta get maybe a, a quarter in the first game, a half in the second. You don't play at all in the third. Yeah, and and
1: and, and that's the thing too. Like Coach Flute talked about that yesterday. He was saying that you know they're they're still discussing in ter- playing times in terms of starters and how they're gonna break this thing up in yep. preseason. So he said it a little. It it will look a little different because they do have a lot of new uh, people, a lot of new faces. So you know, I can anticipate seeing the starters getting maybe a little bit more time just because you have a lot of new guys in and involved but at the same time like justin i'm glad he came in to the press conference upbeat like it wasn't the end of the world he didn't come in defeated you know he knows you know the mistakes that they made he knows he'll go back to the drawing board as an offense he knows coach Gassy will address this offense and say you know what this is what we got to do better right but the one thing we talked about it the one thing you can't coach is energy
0: yeah yeah, They had to come with it and and talk to this, too, because I've already seen this out there that, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the, the Bears were struggling against the second team. The Bears were the, the first team offense, struggled against the second team defense. And <laughs> you said something while we were on the field that yeah. really changed it in my mind, because yeah. I was saying the same thing. I was like, man, they like why are all of a sudden they going against just the second team? Mm-hmm. You basically said that's normal. That's how we practice.
1: Yeah. and And, and it's just a way that they you know, they tailor practice. So normally the first offense will go against the second defense, which the second defense is, in other words, the scout team. And vice versa. The first defense will go against the second offense, which is the second offense is now the scout team. And there are situations in practice to where, you know, they'll have situations where the coach will say, you know what, we got goal line today. It's going to be ones versus ones, and the tempo is going to be live. So when he says the tempo is going to be live, that means they're tackling to the ground. Or you may say, you know what, our first team period, it will be red zone. We're gonna go ones versus ones and the tempo was thud. Thud means we're gonna, you know, live blocking up top, you're able to hit hit the running backs, but everybody's staying off the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. there's situations, especially in camp to where, you know, coach will go ones versus ones because he wants to see a different tempo. But for the most part, especially during the season, when you do team, you're going against, you know, the backup yeah, defense yeah. and you're going against the defense the number one defense is going against the backup offense.
0: I think we got a little bit of it because of when the fans are here, they want to show the fans. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, yesterday, it was like, oh, all of a sudden, they're going against the twos today. And I was Mm -hmm. like, once you said that, it really opened my mind to that. Um, I mean, we've talked a lot about the offense and the struggles that they have. Let's talk about this defense. I'm not going to lie. I was excited today. This defense was flying around. Yeah. And when they talk about Tremaine Edmonds, Justin Fields talked about him, and he said, I threw a pass that versus any other linebacker in the NFL is completed. Yeah. Against Tremaine Edmonds, it's not because of how much size he takes up. What did you see from the defense today that you liked?
1: Yeah, I saw. We saw energy. You know, that's what we saw. <laughs> we saw energy. We saw oh, energy Andy from the talking. defense. <laughs> and, and this is the thing, right? And this is the thing. It makes you think, right? When you when you come to Chicago as, as a defensive player, like you should have energy anyway because this is an organization known for defense, right? You should. You I mean you got so many great players that have played in this defense? So many great players. Uh, that are Hall of Famers that play in this defense. So if I'm a defensive player, I'm trying to come here and make my mark. This is a city known for defense. So that's what we saw. We saw defense flying around. We saw defense jawing back and forth with the offense. We saw defense getting takeaways. You know what I mean? We saw defense playing with emotion but also playing with efficiency. You know, they they were on the same page all day. Uh, They challenged the receivers. That defensive line was humming. You talked about Braxton Jones. They were – you know they they were What's bullying that? they were bullying the offensive that? line a little bit, um and and you go back to Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, when you have a guy of his stature in the middle, and I play with a guy who's similar stature in Brian Urlacher, when you have a guy that has that stature in terms of his height, his length, and stuff like that. And his athleticism is—it's it's real difficult because he's really a factor in the middle of the field. He's like a big spider in the middle of the field. You know what I mean? You may think you have a window here, and his arm—you know—he—he's yeah, yeah. he's athletic enough, but his arm—he's got a big wingspan. He's batting that ball <laughs> down. So, to what Justin was saying in his press conference, it's good that he's getting a look against one of the top middle linebackers in the in the game. Yeah. Because on game day, you know, those windows will be a little bit wider just because they're not going to have the linebackers. You know, we, we're not going to every week we're not going to play. Uh, the type of caliber of linebacker that Tremaine Edmonds is.
0: And even the fact that, right, he has the understanding of, like you said, you're not playing that caliber, but he came in with the understanding of, like, if I throw that ball against anybody else, it's good. Like, Yeah, 100%. 100%. So so even it, it feels like we have enough players here that now we're to the point where they're like, okay this is what i'm actually here to do i'm not here yeah. to sit here and simply complete passes i'm not here the one thing right we, we both talked about tyler scott's maturity mm-hmm. the one thing here about tyler scotty i'm not here to catch passes i'm here to make sure that i'm in the right spots that i know what position I'm, I'm in and at the end of the day if i catch the pass perfect but how i'm grading myself is am i in the right spots on whatever the play call is mm-hmm. and that was something that last season when we looked at a guy like Bayless Jones uh uh Bayless uh uh, uh Bud Jones <laughs> we'll call him, we'll call him that. He throwing them things you know I mean? <laughs> Bayless, Bud Jones. Bayless Crawford Crawford Jones yeah, but,
1: but I, I like it though like like you know at the same time right yeah you you know you're brothers right so at the end of the day you know you're gonna get in, in misunderstandings get into, like yeah. I called it you're gonna get in a little little uh you know, spats and stuff like that. But it's good because now I know we're practicing at a high level. We're competing. We're flying around. It means something.
0: You push me after play, I'm going to push you back. We're getting each other's faces. You know what I mean? Like, And it was off of a good play. Yeah, you know what I mean? It yeah. was off of a nice Jaquan Brisker coming through, break up, looked him in the face and was yeah. like, you're not. Now, and here's the funny part about it, right? This is, the, this is the best part about the whole thing. Jaquan got up hype but he got up because when Bayless ran into him, Jaquan hit the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, this is <laughs> Bayless, Bayless, <a> <laughs> Bayless is a big boy. Bayless is a big dude,
1: man. He's, he's put together. He's been having a great training camp. Like, you, know, he, you talk about the offense, and, and I like I like the versatility uh, that, that gets he's been implementing in his offense. You know, you see a lot of emotion shifts, personnel groupings. We saw Bayless Jones in the backfield today, you know, running, you know, running a little outside zone as well just because Bayless has that skill set. So, you know, it's one thing you know are you going to label him as a receiver or is he, is he an offensive weapon because he can do so many things you know what i mean so i look, i look forward to seeing you novales know, and, and more and, and 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 other things besides just being lining up a wide receiver you know i expect to see him lining up in the backfield i expect to see him you know getting reverses i expect to see him getting quick uh, now screens and stuff like that so i'm excited i'm glad he's having a good camp you know A lot of things were in question last year, but I think he's starting to come into his own about, you know, what he means to this team and what he means to this offense.
0: When you look at the defense today, right, how they were flying around versus guys like Vela's, I mean, they did a good job, right? Mm -hmm. It felt like me and you on the sideline, sack, sack, sack. It felt like the pressure was there. Does that give you a little more confidence heading into the season? Even with the Bears adding, you know, another interior pass. Bears seem to really be focused on the interior. They really Mm -hmm. seem to be focused on getting the middle of this line right and not as worried about the edge rusher, even though we keep saying we need an edge rusher to make this, this defense competent. Um, do you feel, right, like coming off of today's practice that this defense is further along than we thought it was going to be at this point?
1: Yeah, I think so. A lot of, you know, a lot of key pieces on defense as well. Um, so I, I'm just, I'm just happy of the fact that this defense is really flying around. Like I mean, you, 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 saw the, his principle in full yeah. effect today. I mean, and a guy I'll call out, I'll single out. I thought he had a great practice was Noah. Sewell. And Ooh, you look Noah at, Sewell. I mean, he blew up Travis Homer over the middle on the check down. Uh, he also, uh, Travis Homer's on an outside zone. You see Noah Sewell just come and I'm right there on the sideline flash across my face and just, you know knock Travis Homer out of bounds and and I'm looking like, yeah, that's why I'm retired. Cause I don't want no, I don't want no more of that. I don't want no parts of that, but it's good to see a young guy, a young rookie right on this defense, taking advantage of an opportunity, right? We know Jack Sanborn isn't in there and he's getting those reps and now he's taking advantage of it. He's trying to let his presence be known. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I like to see guys out there making plays. We see Terrell Smith out there making plays. Him and Tyreek
0: Stevenson. Tyreek Stevenson did a good job today as yeah, well. They're
1: in a battle. They're yeah. in a battle. And, and this game is about competition. And if you, and like, like coach, uh, like Ryan Poles and, and Getsy talked about it before training camp, if you're not an elite competitor, if you don't want to compete at an elite level, you can't play this game. Yeah. And if you aren't an elite competitor, you won't be in this building when the season kicks off. This is the best of the best. So you got to go out there and compete every day. And I think that goes back to what Justin was saying. Like, we got to have energy. There's going to be days you don't want to practice. There's going to be days where like, man, I don't feel like practicing today. But it's your job and it's your job to bring energy and it's your job to know your assignment. It's your job to know your alignment. It's your job to execute. And it's your job, not the coach's job, to bring energy each and every day you set
0: foot on that practice field. How would you evaluate what we've seen from the coaching staff thus far? I think that a lot of the plays that they've put together, I mean, of course, right, screen passes, little stuff like that, like Luke Getz, he's throwing in there. But, like, even some of the deep routes, some of the deep balls, right, when you look at what they're doing underneath to Mm -hmm. make that maybe a little bit of a decoy or a second option for Justin, then you see somebody leak out over the top. I really like how some of these plays have been designed on the offensive side and on the defensive side it feels like Allen Williams just needed talent. Like, I was concerned yeah. coming into this season on, like, hey, man, like, I know we was bad, but we looked ridiculously bad last year defensively. At least early on in camp, can't get a full evaluation. But how would you say, you know, how this coaching staff has has done to this point? I think they've done well.
1: You know, looking at even, even you know, going to special teams, I think Coach Hightower has done a really good job. He's done a really good job of – and I'm looking at the special teams period and, and you know, the way he's preparing guys, the, the drills they're doing uh, individually before that period comes together. Like today was kickoff return. He's worked with the frontline guys in terms of the guys getting their depth and getting their drop and make sure they're on the right person. And then he splits that up on the back end, the returner and the off returner. They're back there communicating, giving you, you, me, me calls, something that's necessary throughout the season. You know, he he's, you know, real attentive to detail. You saw today at the end of the two-minute drill, Uh, They have what you call a mayday field goal where you don't have any timeouts, you run a play, you got to rush the field goal team on the field to get that field goal off before before the clock expires. So I'm glad that he's putting an emphasis and I'm glad he's putting a lot of pressure on that special teams unit early because those are things... Like I said before, those are situations that's going to come up throughout the season. You know, I like the fact, like I've been saying it over and over again, getsy right, second year in the system for a lot of these guys. So now we can add to this offense. We can layer our plays. So our base runs are our base runs. We're going to be an outside zone team. We're going to run outside zone, but how are we going to layer it? Okay, now we're going to give you the look of it being outside zone. We're going to throw a boot on it. We're going to give you the look of it being outside zone. We're going to throw a reverse on it. You know what I mean? It looks like outside zone. Now we're going to come back and throw a screen off of a, the same look. So to the defense, it looks like outside zone, but we're layering it. Now yep. we have a screen. You know, now we have a boot. Now we have a reverse off the same look. And defensively, it's good that our defense is seeing these things, right? They're seeing our offense shift. They're seeing our offense take, you know, bringing different personnel grouping, shifts and motion. So we're trying – offensively, we're trying to give the defense the illusion of complexity. But for our defense, right, you got to stick to your keys. You got to stick to your principles to know that, hey, you know what? They're doing all these things to window dress it but it's the same thing, you know what I mean? So guys have to play to the rules. Guys got to continue to play fast, you know, and I like that the defense as a whole from what we've seen today, they played as one cohesive unit. And that's a beautiful thing to see this early on in training camp.
0: And you, even with how Justin talked about it, right? He he talked about what you just said, how how they were disguising and covering things. Mm-hmm. Yep, That's the one thing that I think is going to be most important to Justin Fields heading into the season. I love that we're seeing it now because I think early on in the season, people are going to test, can Justin Fields really throw in-game? We've seen him yeah. put the ball up there. But can he go out there and be the guy that's going to consistently make that big play? So I think you're going to see a lot of single high, probably first two, Two weeks of the season, I don't know if it'll get to three. Mm -hmm. If if he kill you two weeks in the season, usually by week three, somebody's going to make an adjustment. But, you know, like, then it's not going to be, oh, we're just done playing single high. It's going to be, we're going to disguise this now. We're going to make things Mm -hmm. hard on you. We're going to make you have to try and figure out kind of, okay, is he gonna put this ball out there, make a mistake, and we we saw the mistake made today? All of a sudden, Kyler Gordon comes out of nowhere. Yeah, he Boom! He's got a he, and it yeah. was probably probably the worst throw we've seen Justin yeah, make.
1: Through a late and try to force point. it and it's real yeah. late and you got a guy like Kyler Gordon that's playing at a, a at a you know a, you can tell he's comfortable in his defense. Yeah. You can tell he understands his defense you and he's tell, back
0: in a position that he's comfortable. Right, with.
1: he's comfortable, yeah. so he he's right at home and he's making plays like he's right at home. Yeah. So you got a guy who's locked in right now. You throw that ball late, it's picked off easy. An easy play for Kyler Gordon.
0: Let me ask you this, though. Does it feel like, and, and this is the one thing that I want to take from camp, because to me it feels like, and I, I wanted to ask Justin this, but you was laughing at us trying to ask a question in the press conference. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody Justin, says Justin, a word. Justin, Justin. Nobody says a word. You just go. You got to be quick. You look around. Justin, Justin. This was you right here. Pat was like, Justin,
1: Jesse was like. And, hey, I, and, hey. he, and, and, and Pat looked at me, I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> hey. But the one thing I do want to know from him is, is he making a a focused effort to stay in the pocket? Because there's a lot of times where I see plays happening where, again, we, we said mm. today, sack, sack, sack. In the regular season, he's going to me. Mm. right? Like it, it feels like he's like, no, we got to sit in here. We got to get these receivers work. Everybody knows I can work. And yeah. so there's times where we're looking at the defensive line is getting through the defensive line is, you know, but I, I also have watched Justin Fields in a, in a regular season game look like Nick Bosa was about to murder him. And then he and turned it off. into a 15 yeah. yard run. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's
1: a good question. Uh, You know, that is a really good question because like you said, you see there's been times where he's holding that ball. Yeah. He's holding that ball. He's patting that ball. And if you pat that ball twice, it's more than likely a sack in this yeah. league. And at times, you know, you see he's going to pat that ball once, look down for you, see what he likes. He's taking off. Yeah. So, you know, I,
0: I don't honestly. And you don't want that every play either. That's right, right. And,
1: and the thing is, too, you don't, with, with all the hoopla about Justin, can he, can, he the next, can he take the next level as a passer? You don't want to take his natural ability way of being a playmaker. Yeah. And, you know, I hope that's not what he's doing. I hope he's saying, you know, I'm not going to run today. I'm going to try to sit in the pocket. The great passers, they not going to manipulate the pocket. they, <laughs> they not to move the, dead, the pocket. No matter
0: what anyway. Right, right. right. They're blowing it. The Justin dead, has so. gotten out of the yeah. And the second he get ahead of the line, they're like, Shh, kill it, kill it. Oh, you it. got to. Which play's is dirty. Dead. Why didn't do that for P.J.? P.J. Man, PJ got out. Over, man. They P.J. ran it. like 15 yards. What, I was like, blow the play, dead." What, what, <laughs> <at practice?
1: laughs> what, what color are the quarterback jerseys at practice? What color are the quarterback jerseys at practice?
0: They got they got the orange jerseys. Right. Out. that's For a reason. They're
1: blowing it. don't stay off the quarterback. Now word of advice for my young defensive lineman, my defensive players, when you, when you get around that quarterback, stay off the quarterback. That's the quickest way of getting off the team. You bump <laughs> into that quarterback. It's a wrap. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, but I, I honestly like to, to your point, that's a good question. I'm not in the huddle, so I don't know what yeah. they're saying. Hey, Justin, let's sit in the pocket today. I, and I know that's not what Gessy's saying. Hey, Justin, let's hold the ball. You know what I mean? But like rhythm and timing is everything, right? So, if it's a three-step drop or we're, we're working on quick game today, then that ball has got to be quick. It's got to be out. Now, if you're working on more drop-back stuff where the routes are deeper and it takes more time to develop, that's when he's going to really manipulate the pocket. You yeah. know what I mean? So if we got a guy that's running a post, a deep post, well, then I know, hey, if I'm getting him outside pressure and I see Braxton Jones getting bull rushed, I've got to step up into the pocket because I know that post is at 10 or 15 yards. So I've got to get that post more time to develop. So I may have to step up in the pocket, keep my eyes downfield, and deliver that ball on time. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I I just hope he's working within the framework of the offense, the timing and the rhythm, which is everything. But at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, you're a playmaker. And all the great quarterbacks in this league, they're playmakers now. You know, before we saw quarterbacks, they were game managers, manage the game, hey, get a couple first downs here. No, the elite quarterbacks in this league and nowadays are playmakers. And Justin is a playmaker. So I don't want them to do anything to where they're going to handcuff his playmaking ability.
0: And that's that's the that's the thing right I always think about Michael Vick did an interview with Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay, really good interview. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how that got in his head. It yeah. got in his head that people said he couldn't throw the football, 100%. that he couldn't go out there and be a passer. And so he went out in certain seasons trying to prove that he could throw the football, prove that he was a passer. And, of course, right, when he wanted to pass, he could pass. But it's like, hey, Mike, you ain't got, you know, DJ Moore standing out there. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you're trying to prove all of these people right, trying to prove all these reporters right. Yeah. And you're taking too much time in the pocket trying to, you know. So I just, I I really wonder that because there's a lot of times where, and and there's probably a lot of times we said sack today where he would have got away. But Mm -hmm. there's a lot Mm -hmm. of times where, to me, you see the defensive line kind of leaking through, or even like I, I love the back to you know the coaches doing a great job. Allen Williams has Kyler Gordon blitzing, and we yeah. saw Jaquan Brisker blitzing today, right? Yeah. Like, so they're not shying off of that either. I really want to know if right, like, because Justin saw him and just like stepped up and was like, okay, I'm gonna throw the ball, mm-hmm. but we both were like, you probably get sacked in that situation. So it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how that correlates to the field because, of course, we haven't. I think we've probably seen him take off maybe three times. Yeah, not as much. Camp. Not at all, really. Yeah, not as much. So we'll see what that all turns into, man. What What's your biggest takeaway from today? We're getting to the point now where even the media side of things, even the reporters are coming out and they're just like, okay, we saw the same thing we saw yesterday. Yeah. Which isn't bad, by the way. Like, I need y'all to get – that's good. That I, means things are I'm, the same. I'm excited about
1: what I saw today, and I'm an offensive guy, but I'm excited at the fact that, one, to me, it was a true training camp practice Yeah, in terms of length, <laughs> in terms of intensity. Guys were flying around. Guys were hitting. Guys were getting in altercations, <laughs> safe
0: altercations, but...
1: The competitive energy was flowing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
0: Y'all used to throw helmets at people. You know I mean, I was a little different. Hey
1: man, sometimes different. you gotta throw a helmet or two. You know what <laughs> I mean? But at the end of the day, you, you know, and you talk about guess he talked about it as pre- post practice press conference. He talked about what we're a physical team, we don't play two hand touch. So I like seeing I, love that. I'm I like seeing that. the physicality today, right? Because it how can you be a physical team, right? How can you say our identity is we're a physical football team? But you don't practice that way. Yeah. That's all for nothing.
0: And what I love you know what even, I'm saying? they not they're not punishing guys for. It. Like okay, if it gets too far, you know, that's gonna be a different situation. But like Bayless and Jaquan end up getting into it. The whole defense comes over, there's pushing and shoving. Guess what? Very next play, Bayless is out there lined up out yeah. wide. Jaquan's out there standing yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, you you go back out there yeah, and now go and make a play. Yeah, and that's
1: what and that's that's the thing. Like you have a true football coach that understands. Alder cases are going to happen because we're both playing at high level. Uh, Lovey used to say you
0: running into
1: people? right. Lovey. Lovey say, you know what? If you're going to get in the fight, fight him like fight him like you're fighting your brother, big guy. Like you're like, I'm not going to you're not I'm, you're not going to turn your back. You know what I mean? You're not going to I'm not going to hit you in the back. You you go walk back to hell. I'm not going to, you know, push you in the back. No, yeah, yeah, you yeah, fight him yeah. like you fight your brother like you. And we eh, run tell into each other. lot of You know what I mean? <laughs> but that, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if, we, if, if we're getting an altercation, yeah. I'm like, you fight your brother. Yeah. Which means, hey, we may fight, but we're still brothers. Yeah. We're going to shake hands. Good play, good play. Hey, I thought you did this. I thought you did this. Hey, man. Well, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you uh, stand over me when you knocked me on the ground? We're going to fight, but we're brothers. And Dude. at the end of the day, we're here to make each other better because at the end of the day, it's not an offense. It's not a defense. It's not a special teams. We're one team. And for us to have a chance to win each and every Sunday or give us a chance to win each and every Sunday, all three of those phases, we got to be clicking. We we all got to be on the same page. And those three phases got to be clicking in order for us to have an opportunity to win a game.
0: And, you know, when you fight your brother, you you accidentally hit him in the mouth. Shh, don't tell Mama. I give you whatever you want. Everything's fine. They whatever see you want. it. They see it. But you make up. Hey, we're in the locker room. We may fight out there in the
1: locker room. You know, what uh, I mean? we're hanging out. Now we're going to lunch together. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Fighting y'all, y'all
0: like fight the Miami Heat. Y'all was on it. You know. Oh, j- Jimmy Butler definitely fought Spo in that locker room. Or at least you not as hell. We don't know yet. Hey man, that's another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. We've got you guys covered. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for us out here at camp this week. Mm-hmm. First off, Bears are off tomorrow, so no camp tomorrow. And then uh Friday, we'll be in the studio with Yurko. But McKee will always be here giving us the inside yeah. scoop. This is the sideline reporter. Give you that. Oh, blah, blah. No, Give no, oh, the real. Relax, <laughs> relax there, brother. Relax there, brother. <laughs> Relax. Inside follow, joke. Inside follow us joke. on everything, man. We appreciate you guys for showing love as always. For Jason McKee, I'm Pat the Designer of Chicago Bears Podcast. Stay down.